to episode two of the Do Business Podcast. I've got another great guest to share with you today. His name is Liam Jeffrey, and Liam has been living and working in Dubai for the past six years now in the real estate industry. So this is a, an industry that really interests a lot of people either currently based in Dubai or thinking of making that move, potentially even considering a, a career in the, in the same industry. Liam's got some great experiences that he shares, and it's been really, really useful to, uh, to, to get that from him. Now, how this came about was I'd actually come across Liam online prior to moving to Dubai over a year ago. I saw some of his videos that he'd done showing some amazing properties in Dubai. Found the, the content really interesting, really valuable, and kind of followed his journey a little bit. Um, having moved to Dubai myself, I, I still kept seeing Liam online. He was very consistent, very visible with his, his mainly his video content shared on YouTube. The podcast actually came about because I had a, a meeting booked in Ras Al Khaimah. So for anyone that doesn't know from Dubai, it's a pretty long drive. The night before, I was thinking, right, let's find a, a good podcast that I can listen to. Made a search and I came across Liam Jeffrey. Decided to subscribe and download to his podcast and it kept me entertained for the kind of four-hour round trip. Having listened to a couple of his, his podcasts, I actually sent him a message and said, Liam, just wanted to say, you know, really good podcast a lot of uh, useful and valuable information that you've shared with the guests and, and I really enjoyed it and it's actually kind of inspired me to get on with mine and would you like to come on the show Liam messaged me straight back and said yeah that sounds good let's do it we caught up uh, about a week after and then for some reason I actually ended up appearing on, on his podcast which is called the Dubai Life so I got onto his first um, and then of course it was only right that I returned the favour and could get Liam onto this one so that we can hear and he can share some of his experience and his journey so far in Dubai. So without further ado, this is episode two with Liam Jeffrey. Live. Welcome, Liam. Thanks, Thank Lee. Thank you very much Thanks for joining us. No problem. Very at nice all. offices you've got. <laughs> Thank you. It's a nice view, right? It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> you need to start videoing these. Yeah, you should set up a YouTube channel. That's that the view next step. It's perfect. Yeah, definitely. No, it's a good idea. It's a good place to do it. Nice view. It's the perfect place. Yeah, take the focus away from me a little bit, maybe as well. <laughs> so how are you? I'm well. Yeah, really good. good. Thanks. Yeah, good. really good. I can say thank you very much for joining. No problem. Um, really looking forward to finding out a little bit more. Roles reverse because obviously yeah. we did this. I put you on the uh, spot last week. Yeah, we swapped around last week and you interviewed me, which was great. So thank you for that. So I'm look, really looking forward to finding out a little bit more about your journey so far in yeah. Dubai and, and, and getting some, some really good value and, and advice from you. Um, so we'll take it back to the start a little bit. So yeah. how long have you been out here now? So it will be six years in okay. June. So I came uh, right in the middle of, well, right at the well, I guess it's the middle, isn't it? Yeah. The summer. And I've never never been to Dubai before, so it was a bit oh, of a shock. Okay. Uh, with the weather, and um, yeah, it was uh, it was an eye-opening experience. I was actually staying in JLT. Okay. And that building there, actually, oh, really? Goldcrest okay. Executive, um, a little tiny studio on the, one of the top floors. Um, and yeah, you couldn't get further away from <laughs> where I was living back yeah. in the UK. Yeah. So that's it. That's interesting that you'd not been out here before, and then obviously made the. Yeah, made the move like halfway across the world. How first of all, how did how did that come about? And I mean, do you think that was um, was it a challenge coming here first of all? It was definitely a challenge, but I didn't really know what it would be to be yeah. honest when I first um, 
first had that. I, so I, I, to give you all a bit of context, I was always into golf, as okay. we've discussed. So from the age of, I started late. So I started golf when I was about 14, 15. Yeah. Um, by the time I was 18, I really started to take it seriously. Okay. I was in university. I actually left university to play full time. Okay. Um, and, and for the next you know, two or three years, that, that's all I did. Yeah. So I played around, across the UK. Um, and then I had an injury, and at the time I thought I was older than I was, and yeah. I thought, you know, I saw my friends and they were making money and buying houses, and I thought, you know what, I need to start making some money, because when you're playing as a full-time amateur, you're not making money. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was working in a warehouse part-time, and as the warehouse, yeah. it, was, uh, it was a very tough job. Yeah. But, um, so I decided, you know what, I might go to do my PGA course, okay. so still within golf, um, so I thought I'd give that a go. But to do that, you've got to do a three-year training course. You've got yeah. to go to university. You've got to go to the Belfry, okay. Belfry, and you've got to study about business, and you've yes. got to study about yeah. um, you know the human body and that side of it. And as well as that, you've got to work in a in a shop okay. for three years, and um, pretty much minimum wage. Yes. Yeah, and few people just, have done that. Yeah. It's tough, you know, because mm -hmm. you want to play golf and you don't really end up playing any golf. I didn't that. actually start the course because I saw a few friends that did it and I just thought, you know what, it's not for me. Okay. I either want to be playing or, uh, or, or doing something else. And um, yeah, so I d but I did enjoy being in the shop and speaking yeah. to customers, meeting new people. Yeah, I was earning a little bit of commission uh, on, on selling things and I thought, you know what, I could really get into the sales side of... That's of, where it uh, came from. So did you then go out looking for a role in Dubai so or did the role kind of come it, to you? It came to me. I, I, I think, uh, I can't remember which website I used, but I put my CV out yeah. there and I'd, I'd applied for a few jobs like recruitment and a few okay. different things just to get a feel for what's available. And a company contacted me and said, we'd love to have an interview with you. We've right. got a company in Dubai. But the interview was in London okay. and, I, and I couldn't make it. It was really short notice, but that kind of got my mind yeah. thinking about Dubai. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I, I got uh, in touch with the real estate company. Okay. I think it's it's real estate is obviously uh, there's, there's a low uh, entry, there's a <laughs> low entry level. Yes. You don't need university degrees, yeah. and obviously the money can be great as well. So, yeah, got into yeah. Into real so that's so it obviously so it started in real estate, and, and still listeners, that's where you are. That's mm. where you are still six years today. Yeah, I'll tell you a funny story. So when I got the interview, it's a big company, it was Smith & Ken, okay. uh, which is no longer here, but I didn't own a full suit, because I was <laughs> yeah, I was playing golf and working in a golf I didn't course. own a full suit, <laughs> but, but the interview was a Skype interview, yeah. and, it, and it said you had to be suited, so, uh, and I remember it was 10 a.m. here in Dubai yeah. on a Sunday morning, which was, I think, 7 a.m. Yes. Yeah. Um, in, in, in the UK, and I didn't, so I, I woke up, I was late, and, and I just put a shirt on and a tie, I didn't even have any, I had just my boxer shorts, and I, and I pulled the, uh, the laptop close so I couldn't see. Um, but yeah, I had a really good interview, yeah. and then I thought I'd just there. give it a go, yeah, and we came over. You have now got a suit on I've today. I've got a full suit yeah, on today, yeah. So I suppose in a way, being in real estate for, for six years yes. out here is, is quite an achievement in itself, I think. Yeah. From, from what I understand is quite high turnover Very in high the turnover. industry, yeah. that maybe people come out here from the UK or wherever it may be and, and perhaps have different expectations of how it will, yeah. how, how, have, how have you found, first of all working in, in 
the real estate industry and then I suppose working in, in Dubai within that industry? Um, well, I think I was lucky to start with because definitely the first six months is always the, yes, the toughest. Absolutely. And for me, when I started, I had no experience. Yeah. So the, the standard kind of route for most people coming over from the UK with no experience is to go into lettings. Okay. Um, but I, I was put in even lower than that, right. which I wasn't sure how I felt about it at the time. Yeah. But I was basically doing contract renewals. Okay. Earning very small fees just to help people renew their tenancy contracts because um, at the time the prices of the market they were yeah. going up, the prices were rising. So people were happy for me to help negotiate and get them a good deal on the rent. And um, although I wasn't going to earn crazy money, it helped me first of all understand the laws because yeah. I had to know, um, you know what could and couldn't be done by the landlord and the tenant and I got to see a lot of different properties. And, and I was earning consistently okay. pretty much from the first, I think I did a deal in the first week, right. a, a renewal, well, not a deal, but it helped me course, um, yeah. help me get into it and, and earn a little money to start yeah. with. So that was uh, that was really helpful. So was that a was good a good start, good yeah. Way to it learn. It was a good start, I did a couple yeah. of months at that and I did really well. I was doing better than some of the Latin days. Okay. Um, then I, a, a position came up on the Palm Jumeirah right. rentals I took that, yeah. did another, I think maybe six months on the rental side of it, and then I went into sales. So it was a nice natural progression. Yeah, it was a nice there, progression. Yeah. Um, just tell us a little bit more about the, the sort of the journey of arriving in Dubai, yes. kind of coming here. Did you come here on your own initially? Or no, I came with my girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. We came together. It was a rush decision. Okay. <laughs> Because the Sounds original the plan, yeah, it turned out okay, but the original plan was for me to come over, kind of set up, yeah. kind of see where we wanted to live and just sort things out. Um, but yeah, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. We, came we were madly in love and she didn't <laughs> want to leave me. <laughs> so she was like, I'm coming. So she applied for a job. We should have took a little, we should have, looking back, we should have took a little bit more time yeah. in finding her the right job. Okay. Because she was a hairdresser back in the UK. Yeah. and. The industry is very different here. Yes. If, you, if you are a hairdresser, you can find a really nice salon, yeah. but there's a lot of salons that don't treat people with the okay. same kind of respect that you yeah. would expect back in the UK. And we found out the hard way. We had a pretty bad experience, yeah. so she had to actually leave her job. Okay. I think I'm going to name and shame actually. I think <laughs> the company's called Dragon. Okay. Dragon Salon. Okay. In Mold City, I think one to give you an example, the, the wage was really low. Yeah. To give you an example, though, the guy was a British guy and he came into the salon one evening and said, You know what, girls, the salon's not tidy, I'm taking 500 dirhams out of everyone's wow. wage. And Kelsey is, I, I know that she would have been cleaning yeah. up last night, she's very, very um, particular when it comes to being tidy and stuff, yeah. and it was just really frustrating. And it just was. She wasn't happy, and it was frustrating because I was really happy and yeah. I was I was enjoying it. It was a great atmosphere in the office, yeah. and she was she was really upset. So she, so she had to actually leave okay. after a couple of months to go back to the UK because we wanted to get her passport back. And yeah. the guy said to me, "She can't leave." And I was like, "Why?" He said, "Because she'll go to prison. It's not like the UK. You can't wow. just leave the job." We were new, and yeah. I, was, I didn't know what was going yeah. on. Um, but you know, I made him give her the passport yeah. back, and and she had to go back to the UK. And when she went to the airport, we found out that she'd been working illegally because wow. he hadn't processed the visa. So. Um, so what a start. So we had to pay a lot of fines. Yeah. So that pretty much uh, 
that, yeah, that, that cost yeah, a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because I know we, we talked about this briefly before, yeah. and you know, I think what I, I saw in that is that that is a pretty tough start to your life in, yeah. in Dubai or any, new, any yeah. new place. And I know that I think you've had some other challenges, maybe clearly probably in the whole six years, but yeah. initially as well, it's, it seemed like at the start you had quite a few kind of obstacles to yeah. overcome. And like, how, how did that, how did that help like fix your mindset in terms of, did you ever consider just jacking it in and, and going home? Um, or? At the time, no, okay. I didn't really think about packing it in. But I guess if she wouldn't, so she went back to the UK and we managed to get her a job with Emirates, yeah. so it was amazing. If that wouldn't have happened, then it would have been very difficult be tough. because Emirates has been, it's, it's difficult because the hours are tough yeah. and like this morning she had to go to New York, she had okay. to leave the house at midnight and uh, that's not easy, but obviously it's a great salary yeah. and it's, it's, it's a solid job, so so that's that's been good. There's a lot of a lot of benefits for the role, yeah. but of course it's it's there's, there's challenges and hard work and yeah. But I guess it's a good way to, to see straight off that it's not going to be easy yeah. and it's going to be a challenge and it yeah. kind of prepared me like it's not it's not going to be straightforward. You're going to have to work hard and yeah. and you probably learn a lot from that that's helped you throughout definitely. your career and your, your working life and doing yeah. it as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Excellent. Now I know, Liam, that you are you're actually quite a big name we could say aren't you on the, on the, on the YouTube and the social <laughs> well, media world I've had a few, few videos that have done really well yeah what's the what's the, the most number of biggest views now, let's check. I think it's 620 I think let's just see um, this is not the most so Liam has been I think it's 624,000 wow okay that's a lot uh, yeah and this is on your YouTube channel that's on my YouTube okay. channel just Liam Jeffrey you can find it yeah, um, yeah. I think it's 624,000 last time I checked. So you've um, been putting out content obviously. 626. 626. Wow. Still going. Still going. There'll be a few more hopefully after this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so when did the when did the kind of the, the content journey start? Was that pretty much when you when you got into kind of the the initial stages of no, real estate? Or it wasn't. Was I had it? the idea for so long. I really yeah. wanted to do it. As many people. Do you know do. where I got the idea from? You might know. Um, what Rick Shields? Golf, okay, yes. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I saw him and he was yeah. a PJ Pro, yeah. and he started doing YouTube videos, okay. and now he's massive. He's on, he's, he's like doing uh, stuff for Sky yeah. Sports and at the yeah, Open yeah. and things, and all he did was, I think he started off just with the phone, okay. and started recording his rounds of golf with his friends, and I was like, if I could kind of do something similar to that, because it was really entertaining. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, you wouldn't think it would be. But um, but yeah, he started doing really well, and then he was doing like reviews of yeah. clubs and stuff. And I was like, maybe I could try and do something like that with yeah. property. And Norm was doing it in Dubai, and I probably had that idea for two or three years. And then I don't know what made me start, but I just thought I'd give it a go. In the, in the end, you yeah. got there and got it done. Just did, yeah, just did a Facebook page and Instagram, and then started doing some videos. Yeah, and, and it's grown from there. It's grown pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's gone really well. Yeah. YouTube's been great. Okay. Um, it's all organic on YouTube. Yeah. I'd have to say thanks to the people that have edited the videos yes. and filmed them because I think yeah. that helps a lot to get the right music yeah, and yeah. to get the right flow. Um, but yeah, and I suppose it. particularly with you know, I mean, obviously Dubai generally the, the property is of, of some very nice properties out exactly, there. Exactly. Yeah. Your focus well, now on the luxury yeah, side. Yeah, well, luxury side. But I was I was always thinking like this: what I've done today, if people were sat back home in the UK yeah. or anywhere around the world, and they they had the opportunity to go to these amazing places 
you know and uh, even like with where you get to eat and go out and stuff it would be such a good if, if I could capture that in a nice way yeah. it would be such a nice thing to watch yeah. and I think I'd get a lot of views and I'm still I'm probably not doing it enough yeah. but but yeah I think we live a great life and for me if I can just show people these amazing houses obviously the, the main goal is to, to, to sell properties yes. and to get exposure for my clients who are selling the properties um, but uh, but yeah, I think we're very lucky with yeah. the, the stuff that we can show yeah. people. And what you said there is kind of key in terms of, of course, you have an end goal with what you're doing. Yes. But it's also like a process in terms of perhaps you're sharing value, right? You're helping yeah. people, people that are yeah. to... I try not to sell area. too yeah. much. Absolutely. I know that's a big mistake that I think everyone's Definitely. making on, on social media. Particularly um, in real estate, I would yeah. say, at the moment, out here. A lot, of the, a lot of the accounts that... Um, that friends and colleagues and other people have made it's just sell 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 every yeah. pay every, every post is a different property that they've got yes. and uh, I just I just don't want to see that all the time I want yeah. to see I, I, wanna, I like Instagram because it gives you an insight into someone's personal life yeah. as opposed to just business business yeah. obviously I know we all do it because we want to sell of course yeah but I think it's important to to give a bit of value, Definitely. entertainment or yeah, knowledge. Yeah. I would agree. So how important would you suggest or would you say that it is to to build your own brand? I mean, yeah. I guess in business in general, but particularly out here in, in Dubai, obviously a competitive yes. market as opposed to just being, you know, you, you obviously work for a company at yeah. the moment, as opposed to just being part of that brand, actually having your own individual brand. I think it's really important and it's going to get more important. I yeah. think still now, Dubai is maybe a little bit behind. I'm not sure, yeah. but um, but I can see the way it's changed for me. I'm, I'm getting people that either have come through the standard portal or the website, and then they're seeing that I've got the presence on social media, and they're they're just they're, they're listening to me a lot yeah. more, and. I'm able to keep in constant contact with them, with my stories and with my posts. Yeah. They see what I'm up to on a daily basis. And I've had people that I've spoke to, say, seven months ago, yeah. and then all of a sudden they'll comment on an Instagram story, and, and you, you get to keep that relationship yeah. with them. Whereas if you didn't have that, you would just most likely they just... I think whoever's closest to the customer, if you can be constantly in the... Uh, if you're on the Instagram and, and they're watching you on YouTube, yeah. Then they're going to call you. Yes. So I think it's important, and I think it will get more important as more people do it, and more people yeah. realise that you can find real estate agents and mortgage brokers yeah. and you know whatever it is on on social media, and you can you can see the person that you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's massively yeah. important. And would you say it's important to have a long-term focus when it yeah. comes to, to content and building your own brand? Yeah. So I always said from the start of doing my uh, videos and stuff that I wouldn't expect anything for yeah. three years. Okay. Like I wasn't doing it because most people say they saw me doing the videos and like, have you have you sold it? Yeah. Have, you, have, you, have you done it? I'm like, I've had some deals from yeah. social media, but I did, I, they think that if they do a video, they'll get us. Course, get yeah. some, some deals. You can do the most amazing video, but if it's the only first video you've mm. done, it's not going to gain any traction. So you've got to have a long-term mindset yeah. for sure. You've still got to build that almost that trust and that yeah. reputation. patience and just yeah. keep doing it, keep getting better, keep trying to reach more people. Yeah, I would imagine at times you maybe get surprised. You, you maybe like you don't actually see who's following you, and then yeah. it can be six months or even longer, and then yeah. somebody's been following you from for yeah. a while, then reaches out to you. It is mad. Yeah. It's crazy, like you don't realize because obviously you don't check who follows you all the yes. time and then 
someone will message you or you'll even see someone out and, yeah. and, and they're following you and they'll ask you some questions. You did have someone ask for a picture, didn't you? Yeah, I've got people who ask for pictures, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. And then I've had people, loads of times I've been out, I've, I've got in the lift before and someone just started asking me about the market yeah. and I don't have a clue who they are. <laughs> but um, that's a good sign, right? Really that, good. That shows that your yeah. brand is... And I feel like we, we've only just, I've only just kind of started yeah. with it. So I've not got anywhere near to where I will be yeah. so it's good to see that it's actually it's growing and getting some kind of yeah, traction yeah definitely. so you mentioned and, and I've had this kind of experience myself that it took you a, you had the idea yeah but it took you a long time to actually I guess take action do anything about what it what would be your kind of advice on anybody that's thinking about starting and yeah like content I think brand? most people I think when I started I just had to forget any type of any type of uh, perfectionism yeah and take that out of it and, and just start and uh, and understand that like for example with the podcast i know people that have been wanting to do the podcast yeah. for so long and they're like uh, you know it's, it's got to be right we've got to get the right guests on it and you've got to have the script and yeah. you've got to make the right name and we've got to have a logo and we've got to do all these things and that's when it just doesn't happen yeah. Just keeps going and so going literally and going. like yeah for the podcast um i just set a date and i'm yeah. like i'm going to start the podcast uh, next monday i found a guest and i'm like let's go yeah. and then we figured it out as we went along luckily i had some good equipment in the office that i could use um and then with the videos yeah i just literally sat down i used to get um a protein box okay. a protein uh, carton i used to basically almost sellotape the phone <laughs> to the top of it and, and then I'd go behind my desk in my house and I'd just start talking to it about the, the news right. each day and okay. try and give people some value oh, about yeah, the news. So yeah. that's what I started yeah. pretty much doing on the video side yeah. of things. And then just, just taking the phone down yeah. and giving people property tours. You'd have never known that it was just stuck on a property box and <laughs> you saw the video. Yeah. Now you know, you'll never be <laughs> well, able to see it. I suppose that's key though, the fact that it's just a case of, it's just starting, right? It's fine yeah, when you don't starting. have to wait for... Because then you, because then you kind of, uh, you'll be able to improve from that point. Yeah because you'll see what works you'll get some feedback yeah. and you'll be able to get better but if you don't do that if, you, if you're trying to start at yeah. the high level that's when it just doesn't happen yeah. it's never going to work so in terms of, of, of working in Dubai and I guess doing business in Dubai how how is your experience being out here say in comparison to the UK would you say that there's a, a, a difference at all or well it's tricky for me that question because I've never really done anything like this yeah, before in the UK yeah. um but I know friends that have worked in real estate and I, and I know the market in the UK and it's, yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. It's really different. I think in Dubai you're dealing with so many different nationalities and um, again, I don't know if this is the same in the UK, but everyone here seems very worried. They're, they're very worried yes. um, about, you know, you, about who to trust and yeah. who not to trust. And I know there's a lot of agents that just ruin the reputation for mm -hmm. the rest of us and they're not they're not honest they're yeah. not they're not trying to protect the client's best interest they're not thinking about the long term and because the money can be so great yeah. they're just very short-sighted yeah. um, and, and that's why I feel a lot of clients are very very worried yeah. about about Cautious. taking information from certain people yeah. which is which is which is good in a way it gives you an opportunity yeah then, right? to, to stand out yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and how has that affected uh, your kind of um, career in terms of the real estate industry I suppose in a way it does have a bit of a, 
a bad name maybe yeah, out here particularly yeah. in Dubai I mean even in the UK yeah. I'm an estate agent, mm-hmm. so estate yeah. agent and yeah. it's probably worse out here in Dubai yeah. I know from personal experience that was something that I looked at and yeah. you mentioned that and it's like oh you don't want to do that you don't want to do that and um, is that just purely because of like you say people not doing things how they should yeah I think so and I think I think it's you know we have to realise that Dubai is a, a, a new city so a lot of the legislations and stuff that that are here haven't been here for very long and we're still kind of evolving and and, and changing things and trying to make it more um, uh, investor friendly and there still needs to be a lot more uh, you know there needs to be a lot more there need to be a lot more uh, laws and protection for people but I think we are we are moving forward I mean, if you look at what happened in 2008, 2009 yeah. with the crash, um, so much has changed since then. So I know a lot of people lost money. It was a yeah. horrendous time for a lot of people, but it's helped grow. It's helped move the city forward. Um, so yeah, we're, we're still moving. Almost have to make the on the right uh, way. Go through kind of mistakes and yeah. the challenge, and it's then like learn anything, and then yeah, yeah they adapt yeah. and improve yeah. from there. It's like anything like when um, I think like aviation when the when that when Plane crashes. Yes. That's the, the most. That's yeah. the best time for you know the future the because they learn so much from it and then yeah. they don't make the same mistakes again. And it's yeah, the same. Yeah. So it's being in the in the in the real estate market, obviously you have a, a, a key place in terms of the economy and the, and the market as well. How would you say that you still see Dubai as an attractive place to, to live and work? Yeah. At the moment. I mean, you know, people probably say, yeah, obviously he's going to say that, but. Uh, what we just talked about with the government and the way that yeah. they are they're really forward thinking and they make changes fast yeah, they, don't uh, mess they don't mess around but they're, but they're in it for the right reasons they're doing it they're, they're trying to become this um, you know major cosmopolitan city and we're not there yet we're, we've got 3 million 100 residents I think it was last year yeah. now in the city which is quite small when you compare it to course, other yeah. you know, big players around the world so there's a lot that needs to be done in terms of attracting new people into the city. We saw earlier um, that they have introduced 10-year investor visas okay. now. They've also introduced 100% foreign ownership of yeah. businesses. Um, so there's, there's a lot to be done on that side of it. And then apart from that, every year that I've been here for the last six, the place has just got bigger yeah. and better. Yeah. There's so much more to do. It's, um, it's ridiculous. Like when I came, JBR Beach wasn't open, yeah. and that's just like a standard thing yeah. now. It's nothing too impressive. Yeah. It's amazing. And then you've got Blue Waters, and there's just amazing developments. In the next 20 years, we're not going to recognise this city. Yeah. But what I would say to people is that you can't be short-sighted with this market because no one knows. You know, there's so many people will tell you what's going to happen in the next yeah. year or so. And I hear it all the time, and I can even be with, you know, we can do a joint viewing with other agents, and they'll they'll be telling the client that you can sell this for a profit next year, yeah. and you just don't know, and and that's not why you should be buying property yeah. in Dubai. You've got to have a long term mindset, and if you're buying it to live in yourself, and you're buying it to use, or you're buying a great deal and you know you can rent it out, then that's great yeah. for the long term. Short term, no no one can know what's happened. Obviously, at the moment, we do have a lot of supply that's going to come into the market. Um, one would expect that this would cause prices not to increase. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're going to f- drop uh, because we don't know. But uh, but for the short term, the city is is in an adjustment phase. Okay. 
the supply that's coming needs to be absorbed. So yeah. it's going to be it's going to be an interesting few years. It will take some time. Yeah, but yeah. I'm very confident and bullish on the long term. Yeah, on the long term. Yes, that's the key, right? Yeah, I think five to ten years, medium yeah. to long term. Five yeah. to ten years is safe. Yeah. Um, and how how would you say, or would you say that the, the kind of the landscape of doing business in Dubai has changed much in the time that you've been here? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've seen new things that have introduced, like the the Form F, okay. which is a standard contract. When I came to Dubai, uh, an agency would have their own MOUs, okay. which was completely separate. Now yeah. there's a standard format for transactions is the format so everything's more transparent yeah. um, obviously there's the, the the increase in the transfer fee to four yeah. percent okay so th there's, there's a few things there's changes in the some, some laws as well some yeah. real estate regulations so yeah things things have changed a little bit. constant improvements yeah. and changes yeah how, how have you found kind of working with different nationalities and, and the cultures it's yeah. so diverse out it's there, so right? diverse yeah so Coming from where, where, where are you from Wigan. in the UK, Wigan, so it's yeah. a little bit different, maybe. <laughs> it's very different. There's there's only yeah in England, in Wigan there's there's not there's no different nationalities. Yeah. It's pretty uh, everyone just just white British pretty much. So coming out to Dubai, it's it's interesting. I love it. Yeah, you know? and it and it's it's amazing that I've never been one to stereotype. Yeah. Well, people told me like the certain nationality mm -hmm. they're, they're this certain way. I was like, no, they can't be true. Like everybody's just, you know, I'll just take it. But they do have ten certain tendencies. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, some always not good. Yes. Um, and and some are you know fine. Like people, for example, like the Russians. The people told me that they're quite difficult to deal with. Okay. But I prefer it because they're very straight. Right. Okay. And they'll tell you yes or no, yeah. and you know where you stand. Yeah. And that's much better. That's yeah. much easier to do business with that way, yeah. as opposed to. You know, people that just can't say no. Yes, and they drag it on and on they just and can't, on and yeah. on. And, and people listening might know. I'm not going to start <laughs> talking about different nationalities like that. But I think there's some people that really struggle to say no and yeah. give you a solid answer. And uh, they're just trying to be nice, yeah. but it doesn't help when you're trying to get a deal yeah, because you, you you can you, you think they're really interested, so you're following up with them, and and they're getting annoyed, but they're not telling you the, yeah. the, the true story. And that's all you need is a no, right? If you get Sometimes you just fine, need, yeah, yeah. I think my job when I first take a client and they first get in touch with me, I really try and understand the motivations and, yeah. and more about them. You know, I try and understand the whole picture yeah. because a client will call me up and they'll ask me about a certain property perhaps that they've seen on a portal, but they, they might be looking in different areas. Yeah. You know, they might need something else. They might have children that need to go to a certain school or they just might not be suited to what they're looking for, but yeah. unless they open up and they tell me the full picture, then I'm not going to know that, and I'm just going to focus on the one property that they're, they're inquiring Can't about, the best and I might not be giving them the best advice, or they might not end up with the best deal for them. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and so for anyone out there that's considering maybe making a move from the UK like we have, yeah. or from somewhere else in the world, would you? what would be your, your best advice for anyone so coming over to Dubai? If they're looking at real estate, yeah. my best honest advice would be to speak to one of my old pals, Guy Last. Okay. So me and Guy started Guy together. Last. You know Guy? Yeah. Yes. We yeah. started together at Smith & Ken. Yeah. We started doing the training on the same day, so okay. we went through the process together. And, and he's a really good guy, very successful, incredibly successful. He worked his way up to be uh, sales director, okay. basically uh, acting as a CEO for, for Smith & Ken. Okay. And, and yeah, really good guy. 
guy last. Yes. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say get in touch with him because what yeah. he does now is he helps people relocate over to Dubai in, in real estate and he does training courses back in the UK so when you come over to Dubai you're fully prepared and I think it's a good idea to do because you might do the training and he'll give you really honest yeah. and really good advice about what it takes to be a okay. success and you might do the training you might realize that you know it's just not for me it's yeah. not what I thought it was and that's going to save you a lot of time Absolutely, money yeah. and, and a big headache yeah. you know from if you do come here Making and you realize, realize yeah it's going to yeah. be big difference so I would say get in touch with Guy Last I think um, uh, advice apart from that would be to to understand that it's not easy yes. because you might start to see these videos now that people are doing like myself and you, you're obviously only going to see the best parts of course. Yeah. but there's also parts I mean it's commission only to start with yeah. and there's also parts whereby like just before just after just at Christmas I had a deal whereby it was a huge deal and we've been working on it for a very long time and I've mentioned it in some of the podcast but it was uh, it was a life changing okay. amount of money and, and it was the deal was agreed and it just there was another property that they saw which I had no idea that it was available um, but it was because they had a minimum size requirement yeah. and when I checked this these properties were very small okay. compared to what they wanted they were half the size but it turned out there was two together, which I missed okay. because it wasn't showing on the system and another agent just showed them that right. viewing and they, and they took it. And that, yeah, it's, it, it's a, tick, a yeah. kick in the teeth. It's yeah, tough. I so I would say to people that it's, it's a very tough industry. It's very competitive, yeah. extremely competitive. Mm. Like for example, now with the off-plan market, all the agents are jumping onto off-plan. Okay. When I came to Dubai, no one was selling off-plan. Wow. We didn't even have an off-plan guy in the office that right. would do. do wow, still. that's a serious shift. So it's massively changed because it was because it's it, it can be easy yeah. because you you've got a client. If you go to email, for example, there's not much negotiation. Okay. If they like the property, they like it. They'll give them a great payment plan, and um, and it's an easy deal, yeah. and you, you get paid from the. the developer yeah so you don't have to take the, the buyers not paying okay. commission so it can be a really easy deal but of course when it's when it's easy everyone's doing it so it's very competitive of course um, and how full-on is working in real estate I know a lot of people say it's literally seven days a week yeah, it should you, be. you're on your phone non-stop yeah is, is, is that how you would is that a fair assessment of, of the, the real estate yeah industry? obviously you can work as hard as you want it's yeah. like anything um, depending which company you're at, some companies will make you go to the office at nine to okay. six, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it can be. I mean, yeah. if you if you really want to make it worthwhile, then you've got to put the hours in. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be available, obviously, to, to take calls yeah. and to help people. I think most of the job is just helping people. I always think giving them information, accurate information in the right way when they need it. Yeah. Just just you know, servicing them, and yeah. then obviously. Think helping them make that decision, giving them your advice and honest advice, and telling them sometimes that's not the best choice for you, and, and really trying to guide them towards yeah. what they need. Yeah. What they might not know what they need, but you've got to try. You're there to help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And how important then would you say on the back of that is to is to switch off when you can? Um. <laughs> so you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I probably do. I, I don't struggle with switching really? off to be honest yeah I think you, you make a conscious effort to do that would you no, say no I don't just I don't it's make a conscious effort to do it but I enjoy it and I think you know what was really good for me was when I was back in the UK I was working in a warehouse yeah so <coughs> I, I, it was the wor one of the worst jobs okay. one could do it was a it was a it was chiller so it was zero degrees it was okay. basically like a huge fridge 
Um, there was different rooms with different temperatures, but I was mainly in the the meat section, okay. which was which was which was frozen. Yeah, it was just above frozen, so the meat was wasn't frozen. So I'd come in, um, you'd grab um, a pull a pull truck. I can't remember okay. what it's called okay. now. Shows how long ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'd grab a pull truck, and there'd just be stacks and stacks of, right. of crates. And um, we'd have stickers at the top, and it'd say 50. You'd take the summary sticker off, you'd put it on a piece of paper, because okay. you had a quota to finish. Yeah. And then you'd get three stickers, and you'd put three boxes, and then you'd take them off and put them under Wigan store. Yeah. And drag it along, and these things were incredibly wow. heavy. And even though it was zero degrees, you'd be dripping with sweat when you finished, because you were trying to make sure that you finished so you, could, so you could clock off. So doing that job, I, didn't, I did it for four years, but I only did two, yeah. two days a week. But yeah, doing that job, I can now. Me and my brother did it together, and we always message each other sometimes. Like when we see pump pump truck, that's what it's called, yeah, pump okay. truck. We'd see one, and we'd say, like, you, you could be worse today. You could <laughs> yeah. be working there. So for me, like walking around it, when I was doing that job, like, if somebody had said to me, you can now just be transported to Dubai, and yeah. you can sit in an office, and you can make phone calls, and you yeah. can try and sell this amazing real estate, it would be the best day of my life. Like yeah. it would be easy. So I can never. It's it's fine. I don't have any problems going yeah. to the office oh, and sitting in a nice suit yeah. in a nice office and just doing a, a video around it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, villa yeah. And I think the good thing with real estate is there's so much to do. You can never say you're finished. Yeah. Like you, you're never finished because if you've done the calls, there's more more calls to be made to more clients. If you've uh, if you've I don't know if you've sent all your emails and stuff, there's always a video you can do. There's always um, people to meet and yeah. there's just so much you can always try and push out the properties more on social media and that's probably part of, of the reason you have been able to be successful out here I guess so, so far yeah. in the fact that a you probably enjoy it so yeah like you do still and yes you, know, you don't feel that need you're happy to do it and, and you like doing it yeah when you do switch off what do you like doing then out here I know I know golf obviously yeah uh, I like playing golf just don't have time to play <laughs> course, which is really yeah. uh, not great but hopefully uh, yeah, hopefully, when I can, I like to play golf, yeah. obviously, and, and we are spoiled in Dubai with yes. some amazing courses. Um, I like to, my family visit quite a lot, okay. so it's always nice when they're over. They'll come in in a few days, they're going to be here for a month almost. Nice. So we've, uh, we like spending time at the beach with yeah. Atama. Um What else? Just like normal stuff. We I like watching TV with yeah. the missus and... Getting out for some nice meals. Getting out for some nice yeah, meals, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So much to do out here, Look, right? The, the food scene here is amazing. Yeah. So uh, one one of the I know you mentioned this uh, to me recently. And I'm yeah. not going to say what you said because hopefully you might say. <laughs> what what kind of drives you or, or motivates you to kind of continue pushing your your career as it yeah. is out here in, in Dubai? Um, I'm trying to think what I said last time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily the reason, but I think it was yeah. a good analogy of, of when it when it ends. Uh, yes, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's true. So getting on that plane when I eventually go back to the UK, yeah. sitting down and thinking, you know, and, and it's going to happen because I'm not going to live here forever. Yeah. I think the end vision is to to raise children back in the okay. UK, back in England. But I don't know. Now I'm, I'm maybe thinking I might might change that but yeah. one day I will eventually whether it be 20 years or 30 yeah. years or 5 years I'm going to be sat on that plane on the way back mm -hmm. to England and I'm going to be kind of looking back on what I've achieved in Dubai 
and that's that's pushed me forward. I think yeah. with the videos, that's that's that the thing that I said to myself was, it, it's regret if I don't do it now, I'm just going to regret yeah. it massively. So that's one thing that I that's always it. think. Oh, yeah. I think it was a, it was a, yeah, it was really a good, good way of, yeah. of, of putting it. it I think the standard one is like sitting on your deathbed. Yeah, I was. And you're lying, yeah. and that's what I've always thought as well. But with Dubai, I guess yeah. it's it's short term. More short term. Yeah. But yeah, but no, it's a really good analogy of because out here, you know, a lot of people they come here to, to, to work, work, right? And and that's what it is. It's focused on that. Yes, there's a great life on the side of it, but yeah. you also need to make sure you kind of do what you've come out to do. Yeah, as well. it's a good one, that isn't it? It helps. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you should trademark that. I should, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, right then, we're going to do some very quick fire questions yes. now just to, to bring it to an end. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna I'm just going to answer them very quickly. Uh, answer. So, Go. number one, yeah. pool or beach? Pool or beach? Pool. Summer like or sand. winter? Uh, Dubai? Yeah. Winter. Winter. Yeah, it's an easy yeah. one. But I do, I have to say, I miss the summer feeling. Okay. You know, like yeah, now in the yeah, UK, yeah. Masters, the Masters yeah, on this week, the clocks have just changed. Yeah. And it's just such a good feeling when, you know, it's getting a little bit warmer. Yeah. Maybe it's a golf thing where you could get oh, out and play golf after work and yeah. stuff. And in Dubai, you just don't get the same feeling. Yeah. It's just like a little bit warmer. Everyone starts to get excited, don't they? They can yeah. go for a drink after work yeah. and sit outside. And, and now it's like the opposite kind of feeling because we're coming yeah. into the, the worst period during yeah. the summer. We've just had all the amazing weather. So. We're all like dreading and complaining. It's getting hot now, oh, and you I go know. out and the car's hot, and yeah. you're praying for winter, aren't you? I know. Now, which is, yeah. Which is it's crazy coming from the UK. I know. I know. <laughs> um, be the brand or be part of the brand. Be the brand. WhatsApp or phone call. Uh, phone call still. Phone call. WhatsApp's okay. great. Exercise early or exercise late? Late. Late. Yeah, I okay. can't. I'm not a morning person. No right. matter how much I try and convince myself yeah. that I need to get up and go to the gym, I just can't. And I, do, I know if I go to the gym in the morning, I just won't be yeah. very good. So you're not just a 5 a.m. club member. I'm not a 5 a.m. club no, member, but, but I've got the book, so okay. maybe I have to read it. I might be. <laughs> <You> might <laughs> it was a gift actually for Christmas okay. from Secret Santa from Paul in my office. So I need to read it. Yeah. I, I do feel much better. Like I try and get into the office early when I yeah. can, and I feel much better when I go into the mm. office early. And I think when you do that, your day just seems to go slow, and you have yeah. more time to get things done. Um, but I'm not a morning but person. But it works so. for you. But definitely with the gym, I get in, and the first thing I do, I get changed and just go to the gym. Yeah. Because it's like just do twenty, 20 minutes, half an hour sometimes. Yeah. Eat in or take away. Um, so eating, in, in, yeah, yeah, eating in the restaurant. In the restaurant, yeah, yeah. Great place to visit out here. Yeah, yeah. working in a team or individually? Um, I suppose you kind of do both. Really. Both, yeah. Uh, it's a tough one. I think team. Team, being okay. honest, yeah. yeah. Being a team. Video content or written content? Video content because yeah. I'm not good at English. <laughs> that's why you do videos. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think I got a B in my GCSEs, but that's all right. Yeah, that's good. It's all right. But yeah. Facebook or Instagram? Uh, Facebook, because it's underrated. Okay. okay. But I use Instagram more, but I, I need to do Facebook more. But Facebook's all about paid yeah. adverts because yeah. you can't get any traction yeah. unless you, you pay a little bit of money. That, so. But if you do, I think you can do really well. Yeah. Very targeted. Yeah. Okay. And then finally, villa or apartment? Uh, I would say for myself to live in, I would say apartments okay. because I'm living in an apartment. Yes, yeah. But uh, yeah, some of the most amazing properties are villas, but I prefer a nice penthouse. Like yeah. yeah. Okay. Excellent. Um, so 
you mentioned a couple of the platforms. Then where's the best place for people to find you? Uh, in Instagram is an easy one. Media, Liam Jeffrey yeah. DXB. Okay. Jeffrey J E double F R E Y. Which no one has ever got right <laughs> in the first attempt. So I can't imagine anyone else would. So Liam Jeffrey DXB and YouTube um, is good. Um, yeah, and Facebook yeah. Liam Jeffrey YouTube. That's pretty much it. I'm not really active on Twitter. Fine. Yeah. Maybe I should be, but I'm not. Yeah, LinkedIn as well. Liam okay. Jeffrey. Need to do more on there as well. <laughs> Keep an eye out for those videos. Some great videos that you've done so yeah. far, and I'm sure you've got I've many. I've got a many few. More to yeah, go. we've got um, video at District One, which okay. has been filmed, but we've had an issue with the uh, the data. I don't, I don't know if it's been lost. We might have to reshoot oh, it. But okay. District One might be the next bit, another mansion there, and then yeah, hopefully through the year there'll be some amazing properties that we can cover. Yeah, no, some good insight into how the other half live in the yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. No, Liam, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. It's been very insightful and good to hear it from good. your side, your industry, and yeah, hear a little you. bit more about your journey. Yeah, I've enjoyed well, it. So. Yeah. yeah, we can do more of these. Thank you very much. Yeah, Thanks we'll get you back on again in six to 12 months and Let's do see it. how things are going from there. Yeah, so. definitely. Perfect. Thanks, Liam. No problem. episode two and I want to say a huge huge thank you to Liam for coming on the show it was really great to chat to him and, and dig a little bit deeper into his journey so far he certainly had a, a bit of a tough start in terms of the move and, and getting himself and his, his partner set up but clearly he has kicked on from there and and taken it all in his stride and continued to grow he's building a great career he's on a fantastic content journey um, creating some exceptional content that's shared online and I'm sure you'll all be taking a look at that once you've listened to this podcast. Having only sort of met Liam pretty recently, um, I think Liam is just a very genuine, kind of honest, he's very trustworthy, and he is certainly knowledgeable. You can tell that from just talking to him, he's passionate about what he does, and, and that is something that certainly in the real estate industry you, you, you need to have, you need to build up that trust. Without a doubt, he's kind of learned his trade, starting from the bottom, as he explains, when he got out here, having made, made the move to Dubai, without visiting Dubai first. He started in the real estate industry at the real kind of bottom level and clearly he has continued to learn and grow and really positioning himself now as, as an expert in that field. There was a lot of key points really that, um, that I'm sure everybody could take away from that. A couple of them for me, in terms of the content journey, he mentioned that you know he was looking at doing videos and it took him quite a, a while to actually get into doing it and I think that's the same for a lot of people. We have these ideas and we just leave them as ideas. We don't actually take action and we don't do anything about it. And Liam really just said, you know, the best way to do it is literally just to do it. Don't overthink it. It's not going to be perfect to start with, but you just have to get your idea. You have to run with it. He used a protein box to hold his phone when he, he started doing his videos initially. You know, and looking at those videos, you, you would have no idea from an outsider's point of view. And maybe sometimes we think that people will notice that and we, we think that they will see what's going on. So just a case of getting started. One of the absolute key points that he has, has said, and we'd had this in a previous discussion, was really about what happens when the Dubai journey comes to an end. And Liam said this to me in a conversation, he did mention it on the podcast, that he often thinks, you know, when he's on that plane going back, he wants to look at his time in Dubai and he wants to really sit there and say, I've done everything I possibly can. I've pushed on. 
yes, I've enjoyed it. I've had a great time. I've, I've enjoyed life. But I've also worked really hard and I've kind of not left anything on the table. And I think that's something that is is a really good kind of analogy and I guess a good motto to, to live by and work by. So, yeah, huge thank you to Liam. Uh, very, very good chat. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of useful information in there. You can find Liam online clearly. Uh, YouTube is a great place to find him, just Liam Jeffrey. He's on Instagram at Liam Jeffrey DXB and on Facebook and LinkedIn, just Liam Jeffrey. So next on the show, we have Dean Thornton. Dean is a digital marketing specialist. He actually lives in Dubai and works in Abu Dhabi. So he's got quite a, a, a rounded experience of the UAE and I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing that one with you as well. Please, please do leave a, a review, ideally a five-star review and some feedback if you have found value in this podcast as it does help to then reach a wider audience as well. So looking forward to sharing and I hope you enjoyed episode two. Thank you. Thank you.